Hello, everybody! Welcome to another episode of Talk It Out with Peeps. Well, it's a sad day knowing that I do not have a career in podcasting. It's all good, it's all good because I'm doing this for me. Again, I'm doing this for me. I've, I'm a girl with many interesting stories, but I guess if it's not interesting for other people, I'm okay with that. I'll be fine. Thank you for the 11 viewers, 11 audience, 11 listeners who listened to my previous podcast. Thank you very much. So, it's almost Ramadan. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's the holy month where us Muslims, uh, we fast for about one month as a sign of understanding, as a sign of considering uh, and acknowledging that other people other people aren't as lucky as we are who gets to eat three meals a day while unfortunately some people our own brothers and sisters actually uh, don't have that luxury you know so we fast as a sign of our practice to our religious belief as well as well as to the acknowledgement for those who are less fortunate than we are. The funny thing is that when I used to live in Qatar, that was the first time ever that I fasted because I was only six years old when I moved there. And um, I've never fasted here. I don't remember, I don't recall any memories that I ever fasted here. Uh, And well, for us Muslims, uh, some people, some parents teach their kids at a very young age to fast. Like at five, at four, some people start at four. Uh, however, uh, uh, parents vary how much, uh, uh, at what age they teach their kids how to fast. I'm not really that religious. I don't really know. I mean, I don't really know what the rules are in the Quran related to what age your children should fast. But I guess at the age of 10, because at the age of 10, if uh, children don't pray, if your, ch- if your child does not pray every single day and you have to tell them to pray, you, you're allowed to hit them. And they shouldn't be they shouldn't be missing any prayers by that age. So I'm guessing at 10. Oh, okay, don't listen to me because that's, I don't know. This is my guess. Anyways, uh, yeah, I started to fast when I was in Qatar. My mom would let would tell me, try to fast the whole day if you can't. Like, um, eat at 12 o'clock, like fast half day, you know. Because we start fasting like at 6 and then we at six or five and then we will break our fast we'll have iftar at like five 
or six, depending on where you live. But in Qatar in Indonesia, it's almost the same. Almost 12 hours, no, more than 12 hours actually, more or less, but not more than 15, 14, 14 hours, I think. And the thing is, when I was a kid, my mom would tell me fast half day. And like, I'll break my fast at 12 and then I'll continue again and then break my fast again at 6. It's just a way of uh, letting children practice. And as I said, it was my first time ever, ever that I fasted when I was in Qatar. So I was actually used to the way that people fast there. And the thing is, uh, there are a lot of non-Muslims also in Qatar because uh, there are a lot of foreigners. What I love about it, about the country, is that they have high tolerance for uh, these, uh, they try to keep hold of their values and beliefs, I guess, uh, so that uh, they expect the foreigners to understand that this is the holy month of Ramadan and you should respect uh, your fellow um, citizens, your other, the other people that you live with in that country, that they're fasting and they're not allowed to eat until Maghrib prayer, until iftar time. So uh, what happened is that the government puts, like implements a strict rule that all restaurants, 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 if you're serving food, if you're serving drinks, if you're serving drinks, you are not allowed to open before an hour, like an hour before iftar. You're not allowed to open. So like McDonald's, KFC's, the one that are standing alone, Burger King's, they're all closed. They're literally all closed. That's how much they hold their values, the country hold their values and and expect people to tolerate and respect the Muslim beliefs that well most of the citizens there are Muslims so the majority of them well they expect that they would understand the situation and the government forces every restaurant to be closed literally to be closed and the difference in Indonesia was quite shocking when I got here it was so funny that uh, when I got, when I moved back to Indonesia, when, no, wait, actually, I think I stayed a few months, like a few weeks before, before uh, Eid. So I experienced, I think, one week iftar, I mean, one week Ramadan here, but I don't remember at what age. The restaurants all, the restaurants were all open, literally literally all open from like fancy restaurants to fast food restaurants to what do you call it uh uh food trucks not food trucks well here we here here is like they sell they sell food on like um how do you call it like a trolley i i, I don't know uh food vendors yes food street vendors well street vendors yeah there are a lot of street vendors and there are a lot of like uh little uh, uh small houses that make home cook meals and 
uh, we call that Wartek here. I don't know, maybe if you guys are curious, you can uh, Google it. And yeah, they really, uh, they really respect uh, their fellow Muslims um, citizens uh, such that they put a curtain on the window so that people can't see from outside that there are people eating inside. The funny thing is like on the top part of the window where people would sit like the the one the t- the part that covers where people sit and and, uh, and eat uh is covered but not the whole way down so such that you can see their feet. It's just funny. I, I don't know if you can envision it but they're trying to respect the Muslim beliefs, but at the same time, they are letting people know that they're eating inside. So it's just, it's just funny. It's just hilarious for me. It's, um, it's two different countries where Muslims as a majority, as a, uh, as yeah, majority of the citizens living are Muslims, but they have a funny way of showing their respects and. I I actually like the way that uh, the uh, the government of Qatar implements the rule during the holy month of Ramadan because in that way I think it increases um, in a person's uh, tolerance towards other religion. Uh, like for example, uh, I was actually uh, I had. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, at that age, I had a friend. I remember. I remember. And then the holy month of Ramadan, I had a friend who was, um, she she was Christian, and uh, after swim class, my uh, her her mom offered to take me home, so my dad didn't have to, my dad didn't have to pick me up all the way to school because her house was actually close to my house. So yeah, my dad agreed, and it was the month of Ramadan, and. My dad picked me up after iftar, of course. Uh, but the thing was, she wasn't fasting. So her mom asked me, uh, would you like to eat? And Rosanna, that's the name of my friend, she was like, oh, I want to eat uh, McDonald's. And her mom's like, don't you remember? This is uh, Ramadan. Uh, restaurants are closed. She was like, oh, yeah, well, let's just go eat at home then. And, and, and that's what her mom was asking, actually. What would you like to eat at home? And um, we didn't, the thing was, uh, there was heavy traffic and we couldn't stop anywhere. We couldn't stop anywhere to drink or to buy drinks or uh, because, you know, uh, drive through and restaurants were closed. And it was, it was such a hassle to stop at, to stop by the supermarket. And she just went, uh, we were, uh, she just went straight home because there was nowhere else to go. It was like at four o'clock and I thought it was like at five or six ish and we were stuck in traffic almost for two hours until we reached her house and it was time for iftar at that time i don't think i was fasting because i was swimming and i think i gulped a mouthful of pool water i think because i remember that i joined her for a late lunch (laughs) so yeah i didn't fast at that time i think and her mom was, uh, we, were, we were all thirsty. We didn't, there was, no one had drinks or anything like that because we thought it would be like an hour, half an hour drive, but it turned out that traffic was so bad. And uh, yeah, I think uh, it, ma- it made us 
uh, it made them also, well, she could have whined, my friend could have whined, but like she understood the situation. She understood the situation that restaurants were closed. What can I do? All I have to do is I have to sit still and wait till I get home. And then I can drink. Uh, it's just, it teaches, you know, when, uh, when you're doing daily activities and, um, and uh, you know that uh, there are no restaurants you can, where you can go and dine and when you can go and have lunch or have brunch, uh, it just puts a different perspective on an individual's mind, you know. Uh, even when they go shopping to the supermarket, maybe they'll, they'll be less careful of, uh, you know, drinking the water bottle that you just bought uh, in for, front of a store filled with people because, you know, it's the holy month of Ramadan. I mean, like, it becomes a habit and then uh, people actually integrate these aspects into their into themselves and they they find a new way of looking at things I guess and it's nice it's nice it it builds a stronger community it builds a stronger sense of tolerancy and I guess it's a way of uh, putting yourself in other people's shoes that type of situation yeah so that's that's that I guess my share today is about the holy month of Ramadan because it's almost Ramadan uh, one more week until Ramadan and I can't wait I can't wait to lose weight <laughs> because yeah I'm fat now Okay, that's another subject. I'm I'm getting way I'm getting way ahead of myself. So let me know what you guys think of this sharing sharing session. Do you think you've gained insights into the different cultural backgrounds of the Middle East? And where am I? Which part of the globe am I? the southeast asia i guess southeast southeast yeah i guess i'm in the southeast yeah oh my god i'm so bad at this anyways uh let me know uh what you think about this episode uh would you like to hear more about different cultural backgrounds or would you just like me to shut up <laughs> anyways uh let me know uh give me a voice message if you guys have any questions and maybe give me a clap clap if you like what I'm what you're hearing from my share my sharing really peeps my sharing session seriously I'm sorry guys I'm still getting used to this talking to myself it's just weird well thank you for tuning in I'll see you guys later